What up, world? It's your past first point guard and trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You are listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for rocking me, rocking with me this week. And listen to a bunch of chats with Danny Morang, host of Danny and Dusty, 1080 The Fan, wherever you get your, wherever you listen to radio or right here on your radio dial here in Portland. Also the host of the Jack Ramsey's podcast. If you missed my earlier conversation with Danny this week, they're waiting in your feed right before this one. Today's show, we're going to play a little game, What's More Likely, where I ask Danny, what's more likely? Check it out. Do you want to play a game? I always want to play games. All right. Let's play a game, Danny. This is What's More Likely, where I give you two scenarios and you tell me what's more likely. You ready? Do it. What's more likely? Damian Lord finishes top five in the MVP voting or Amphrey Simons makes the all-star game. Ooh, tough one for me. I'll take top five on the MVP voting. Yeah, it's really hard to make the all-star team in the West. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, God, especially the guard spot. It's like, it's going to be two years before, like, the new crop gets to kind of slide in but in two years probably steph or dame or cp or like somebody might might fall off just enough for somebody new to come in and then the new guys can come in there's that new crop of guards where it's jordan Poole, it's anthony simons in the east it's tyler harrow like you've got this crop of guards where you're like these guys can score my god so and hell donovan mitchell might go to the west or to the east so right might, and donovan mitchell changes but it's like last year, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard did a bunch not make of guys all. did not make it. Who will make did, it this year? Yeah. Right. So it's like it's just really hard. Um, yeah, it's it's as it's not easier to finish top five in MVP voting than it is to make the All Star team. That is not it, true. It's just circumstantially easier in this scenario. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But there's What's, there's a world where I see Dame like sliding in there. I, I, what was his? I want to say his highest was probably sixth. I think he's been top five. I think he's finished fifth twice. You could look it up for me, but I, believe I, I will keep it going. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's, I, I believe, cause it was a, this was like when I was on the beat. <laughs> so it was like a thing to, it was like a thing to know. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember like MVP shares. Like I remember him being pretty close as far as like getting there. Fifth might be too high. It might be, it might be top eight. You know, now that I, now that I say that now. Uh, Fourth, good sir. I told you. 27. 2017, yeah. 18, but he's got eight, fourth, sixth, eighth, seventh. So he actually, he's like, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility for him to be there. Yeah, he was I mean, seventh just a year ago. The last time we saw him play fully healthy, he was one of the five best offensive players in the league. He was the second best point guard in the league. Yeah. It's, it, he, he had a 55 10 game in the playoffs. And if he had played defense for the first eight minutes of that game, they would have won. Um, anybody can play defense for the first eight minutes. That yeah. Also like uh, Robert Covington missed a dunk and CJ McCollum stepped out of bounds. Uh, but you know, um, that's sometimes it'd be like that. Okay. What's more likely Shaden Sharp averages double digits or Jabari Walker starts 10 games. I'm going to go with Jabari on this one because there's going to be a knock somewhere where he picks up games. Like, and he has a path to play. Yes, the, to keep the rotation. Like, we haven't seen whether Chauncey's a Terry Stotts disciple in this in this sense of like, let me keep the rotation the same. But most coaches are a part of the keep the well, rotation the same. Because they like the, the first sub. Yeah, yeah they exactly. Want the, they want the first they, sub to feel they, familiar. Exactly. Yeah, they want that stuff to feel right. Um, like if, if Jeremy Grant rolls an ankle, could I see Jabari Walker starting? Yeah, 
Right. right. Cause it might Pretty. be easy, easier to play them the first six minutes of each half you control everything else. Yeah. yeah that's, exactly. that's not a hard thing to see. And, and Grant's not injury prone, but he does usually pick up a knock once or twice a year. Also, he's he just going like, to play. He's going to play almost exclusively power forward and center for yeah. 65 games. Like it's going to be a physical ask. He's, he's going to get beat up a little bit. And so if you, if you toss Jabari out there, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd probably put the line for Jabari starting at like probably eight and a half, eight and a half. All right. Uh, if you're listening, uh, over under genius, Ben Sprouse, think about it. Think about eight and a half. Uh, Shaden Sharp's not going to play. Is he? I, uh, they, listen, man, in talking to those on the, they want him to, they want him to play. Like they, they do. There is, there is real, like, no, we're going to find a way to get him on the floor. And I'm like, but how, 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 <laughs> that's <laughs> like, the question. How, like, like the only way I see that that happening is if they jettison Winslow and Hart. Like if you, if you trade them both at the deadline for a no BS wing where you're not trying to like, mm, try to figure it out. Like, I'm struggling to think of a name, like kind of think of a Rudy Gay type, like a, a, a wing wing. Like you can right. just, you look at him and go, that's a wing. You're not yeah. trying to like squint at it to try to figure right. it out. It's the dude who's just, who at best is a power forward and at worst is a really small center. Like someone yeah. who's just like has to play that spot. Yeah. And the, because and they don't really have that on the roster. No. And then you kind of slide that guy in there and then they're like, okay, Shade's number two on the list now. And then they, they find a way to get him like 15 a night from the deadline on. Like, I think otherwise, that's, that's the pathway. Otherwise, Damon and are playing 35 minutes a night. However you slice yeah, it. I yeah. Know. I did the minutes breakdown. I got to, to like, there's like six spare minutes. Yeah, with, with I, what's out there, and it's like okay, that either somebody else in the in this basically in the, in the nine man gets a couple extra minutes, or you toss Jabari a bone, or you toss Shaden a bone. Even if like, they even if they go ten, I don't know that there are spots. If you GP's going to play, he's going to play twenty. He's going to play half. I, the game. I got him between like twenty two and twenty four is where I. Yeah, he's going to play half the game, yeah. roughly, give or take. Josh Hart's going to play half the game, if not thirty minutes. So you're talking about if there's room for Shaden Sharp to play, it's at the three. And that's again and, big, and talking to people around the organization. They they want to play him at three. That's well, yeah. That's because they, they 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 too know how the roster works, so they can't be like we're gonna find him minutes at yeah. shooting guard. There are they aren't there. They are not there. No. Yeah. So I I I want to see him play. I would a lot. Like I'm I'm. Intrigued. I think we're gonna see a heavy amount of him in the preseason. Oh yeah, and I think he'll probably get weird cameos like they like young guys sometimes early first couple weeks of the season yeah. where it's like. Hey, we're going to find nine minutes for you to see if you can hang. And if you can, we're going to, we'll give you nine t- more minutes next week. Yeah. Or yeah. we're going to have a tough conversation with justice Winslow. Um, and it's like, <laughs> you know, and then kind of figure stuff out from there. Um, next one for you. What's more likely Josh Hart averages 16 points per game or Yusuf Nurkic averages four assists per game. It'd be a career high for both. Hart's not get, not going to get enough, enough touches. <laughs> to be fair, neither is Nurk, but I, I'll lean towards I'll lean towards Nurk on the four assists. Slightly, is, slight Nurk lean. Yes, because Hart or Nurk's career high is like what three point eight. Well, he averaged four in the the bubble year when yeah. he played eight, eight games. But yeah, I think it's three eight or three nine the year before that. Um, I'm, a, I'm a lunatic, so I've actually got um, basketball reference up at all times. Yeah, so. there you go. 
Uh, yeah, so he did have that bubble year, and then it was 3.4. So 2021, we had 37 games. So yeah, before yeah. that, he's he's basically three. I think when he's healthy, three, like three and a half. Game. Yeah, and yeah. and he averaged less assists last year because it, the, the, the it didn't work for him early in the season. Started to pass more when he got more touches. All of these things, like he got more out of him. If they find that happy medium, could he approach that? Yeah, I just sure. Like it's pretty low. Yeah, sure. And I'm with you. Josh Hart, 16 is a bunch. 16. That's a big number. I think 13s, like 12 and a half, 13s, probably about where he ends up. If he's 16, either things have gone really bad or really good. Or the Blazers are the best offense in the league. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. What's more likely? Trenton Watford is in the opening night rotation or Shaden Sharp is in the rotation at the end of the year. Trenton is already in the opening night rotation. Yeah. So that, I'm going to, I'm going to go that way. Um, but I will say that if, if the Blazers get their way, Shaden will be in the rotation by the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, organizationally it's best for them if he's good and can play right away. Yes. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And the way the you find out if out he's of, like, I was saying the stuff that came out of camp, like before he hurt the shoulder in the first game, all of the guys that like when we got in there before we started talking, you know, on camera, like, He's got something like they were. Oh, yeah. The way the Dan Brandon talked Williams about interview yeah. where he was like, just he was like, oh, yeah, he's good. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like they did this with Ant. Like, Dame was like, no, you guys are not seeing what we're seeing. Like, that's in yeah. practice. You have no idea what this kid can do. And Trendon was like, man, you, you should have seen him when I threw the lob. I did my thing. He did his. And it was not what you see from 19 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, so okay. it makes like organizationally, he should, the, the Blazers need him to play. Yes. It's good for every, good for everybody. But like, you know, he's a, he's a youngster and they want to be good. And rookies typically are not good. You can say it most is, of the time they, they, they suck. They do. They're bad. Like, they're bad. Just, even the best rookies. Yes. They, like I am, I am a give Evan Mobley his defensive player of the year award now kind of guy. And he had moments where you're like, dear God, dude. Yeah, the last second half of the season, he's struggling. Yeah, yes. like it's, yeah. But yeah, like even Kate Cunningham, best. who's even Kate Cunningham, who's going to be a star in the league, he was, he was awful. Yeah, he was legitimately bad. awful the first two months of the season. And then he got going and it's like, oh, there you go. There it is. But that's with yeah. a ton of opportunity and a ton of reps. Like it's hard. And there aren't like a ton of reps for Shane Sharp if he plays. He's a small rep guy. At least so. he's not, a, at least he's not a guard. Like there would be zero reps for him. Like if he was six four, I'd be like, oh Jesus. Yeah, at least he's um yeah. Eat a lot of protein if you're listening, Shade. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar, best tasting protein bar that there is. If you're me, you're loading up to record a long podcast with Danny and you're eating a peanut butter brownie bar. Cause if you eat a peanut butter brownie bar, getting 17 grams of protein, 150 calories, just four grams of sugar, plus it tastes great, covered in 100% chocolate. It's got that peanut butter chocolatey texture like a candy bar, but it's rolling with 17 grams of protein. What more could you want? If you're not into that or you're into that, but you want to see what else they got, go to build.com, see all of the flavors. They got some short timers here like uh, cookie dough puff, a marshmallowy cookie dough chocolate covered bar that's got 15 grams of protein plus some old staples. And while you're there, you can use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll save 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 at built.com. All right. I'm going to drop you into the rest of my conversation with Danny Morang as we continue to play the game. What's more likely? What's more likely? Gary Payton II plays more minutes or Nazir Little plays more minutes. 
I'm going to go with Nasir right now for sure, just because number one, I think Gary's going to be man, like probably your seventh man. And I think he's going to cap out at most at 26. Like that's on a good night. Like that's yeah, just, 20, 28. Things are like, yeah. Things are ramping up. He's really like, he's just proven himself so invaluable. You just, you got to get him on the floor, man. Just figure it out. Like that's, that's kind of like that with Nas. I think there's an opportunity for him to not only play the three, but I could see them like in some weird kind of situation. Oh, he has to play the four. Either do the four or even go down to the two with like a jumbo wing lineup where they right, do like right, a right, Dame, right. Nas, Justice, Jeremy, Jabari kind of thing where it's like Dame at every wing we have. Like, and as good as, as Josh is a better basketball player than Nasir right now, but Nasir is leaps and bounds physically, just a bigger dude. Yeah, where if you longer like, and bigger. Yeah. If you just want to get bigger and longer on the floor all at once and just have a bunch of dudes to just get downhill and then Dame. Yeah, they're like the same size. It's like not all six five is created the same. Nas no. is a bigger six foot five than, yeah. than Josh Hart for sure. What's more likely? Drew Eubanks plays 13 minutes per game or Justice Winslow attempts 203 pointers? Oof. God, that's what's I know. I'm going to check. Okay, so I have, it, I have it here for you. What's Justice Winslow right? averaged 3.4 attempts per game with the Blazers last year. Tiny little sample size, but three and a half a game. Three and a half if a game. You, how, many, how many minutes was he playing? like over 20 so like a big okay, so, uh, so cut it cut it in half so we're we're basically probably looking like 160 attempts yeah so three and a half if at 60 games is 210 yeah the most he's ever attempted was in 2018-19 he shot 256 in 66 games two 203 okay. 203 point attempts i still think they're gonna find a way to get him out of the lineup and get one of jabari or shaden in there so i'm gonna go with eubanks Eubanks, 13 minutes a game, because when Eubanks plays, he's going to play a lot. I mean, I think that's in, in the realization. The, the reality is, is that there's going to be games missed by Nurk and he's going to play in those games. 31 he's minutes. Play, he's going to play yeah. like a, it's going to bring his average up to, you yeah. know, 13 a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. OK, I, I'm probably with you on that one, although I'm close. I, I, listen, if, if Justice does get that many up, either Justice is having a career year or things have gone sideways again. Yeah, when in 2018, 19, when I was becoming yeah. a big Justice Winslow believer, and he was he was averaging like 12, 5, was and that, 5. Was that with Miami? Yeah. Okay. And he was like playing point guard and center, and he was yeah. like 22 years old, and I was like all in. I fully I fully embraced him as like the next um, the next weird player that I would love, and then he got, you know, health didn't work out for him, and he missed a bunch of time, and he hasn't been that guy. So 203 is Justice. Get it up. Put it on your whiteboard. All right couple more for you what's more likely zero trades this season or two or more trades this season two or more yeah i, I think, think so that, was, that one's pretty easy getting a chance again to talk to folks around the organization they they're adamant about we're not there we we want to do more we're actively looking there were things we wanted to get done that we just couldn't because we didn't have opportunities come trade deadline with the way the salary cap is going to spike, I think you're going to see teams dramatically over the next two seasons trying to shift their books to try to line up for 2024 because of what's coming. Because it's not going to catch everybody by surprise like 2016 did. Right. Because they're like, not going to have oh a summer God. debating whether they're going to smooth it or not. They, yep. they kind of know the deal. They yeah. already know what they're going to do. And so you're not going to have just one team out there like Golden State with more cap space than God there's going to be multiple organizations who are going to line up who are looking at guys like Giannis, who is going to be in the last year of his deal. 
Um, I, KD should be the, uh, the one year left on his deal. So everybody's going to try to line up for that next year. So I think the next two years, the trade deadline, is going to be really, really active of teams shifting their books around. And the Blazers have an opportunity to do that and get contracts that kind of make a little bit more sense, which is why I think they signed guys to what they did was to try to be able to have contracts that made more sense going forward. Yeah, I think two trades is easy. Zero trades is incredibly unlikely, but obviously like it it depends on how you count the trades. Like if they make one big trade that is effectively two, it's like a little bit different and and you miss it. But yeah, two two or more. Do I expect for two or more players to be moved? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm talking transactions, two or more transactions. Um, What's more likely Jeremy Grant signs an extension or Josh Hart is like in Jeremy Grant signs an in-season extension or Josh Hart is on the team at the end of the year. Jeremy Grant's extension. Yeah. As good as Josh Hart is, he is the kind of player that gets traded 18 different times because he's good and his contract makes sense. Yeah, no, Josh Hart's talent level means he's tradable. Yes. Uh, Everyone looking at the back half of the roster like, oh, Greg Brown, D. Luzada, but you don't you can't trade players who aren't good. You could trade Josh Hart. Yes, you can. You compare Josh Hart with those guys to add a little bit more money, to right? Get, which is what I think is ultimately going to end up happening. Yeah. Um, the, it talking to Cronin, he very much believes in carrying fourteen, and they are not at fourteen right now. They like they want that flexibility. So, do I expect to see a two for one trade at the deadline? Yes, yes, I do. Like I just to have that that ability to make something happen or a two for three, if they, you know, end up, you know, cutting somebody um, it's going to be interesting to see where they add up in the luxury tax. Yeah. They're like a million and a, a million and a half over. So they're, there could they're, be some, they're right there. Could be some motivations. We'll call it so, motivations. Yeah. Uh, uh, I so. would imagine this something is going to happen at that point, even though they're not on the repeater tax clock for two more years. Um, I, I still think they're going to look at this go. Uh, yeah, we want to save that for next. Depends year. on it, depending on where they are. Uh, mm-hmm. It might make sense for them to get out because it keeps yep. the clock going and all those things. And also, billionaires hate losing money. And Weird it's, that it's a chance. It's a chance to not only not pay the tax, but also get a windfall of teams. You know, of tax teams. Yeah. How much money did they get this this year? It's like eleven million. Almost eleven million. And yeah. guess what? It's going to go up next year because Lakeham's tax bill is going to go up like another twenty percent. Yeah. It's like you're you're talking like if if the Warriors are going to play two hundred million dollars in taxes, I think their tax bill is like over one hundred eighty five or something. I, like I that. say that they're one. I think they're one eighty six right now. Yeah. Over one eighty five. It's like it's like okay, cool. I, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's just the Warriors plus every other team is going to end up in the taxes here. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that I think that's real. Um, Josh Hart, obviously the most tradable player on the roster, just like hands down, re- reality wise. Yeah, because okay. there's, there's there's not a single team in the NBA that looks Josh Hart and says I don't want him. Yeah, he's the top. Everybody eight on, looks at him going and wants him. Top eight on every every team in the league. Top eight on every team in the league. Like he's he's do could play and he could play in the postseason and all that. Like he's he's a he's a player who. Well, he's a player who make teams better. Um, it's 16 just, game player with the right contract with enough size to like be positionally versatile. It's a, it's a very sweet spot that he's kind of in. Good for you, Josh. Happy for you. You're going to get paid. You're going to opt out. You're going to have that mutual opt out. You can get your money. I'm happy for you. You're just probably going to do it in another city. In another city for sure. Uh, okay. Last one for you. What's more likely the Blazers get a top 10 pick or the Blazers finish with a top five record in the NBA. Oof. That one's top top five in the West. You would have got me. Top five I know. I that's so for for context. The Blazers last time they finished top five in with a top five record was twenty eighteen nineteen. 
Um, they were, they won 53 games the year before that they had the sixth best record in the NBA to finish third in the West. So it's not like ancient history. No, no, but 50 is such a big number. 53 is a crazy season. I think we totally underestimate how crazy it is to win that many games. That is a great, the Warriors distorted this. They did. They they, they did. Like they, they broke the system. Like now you've got teams like, Oh, like people were talking about going into last year. Oh, the Blazers will win 52, 53, 54 games. I'm like, are you insane? Well, it's like, like, not that, only did that happen, huge. but the, the Spurs won 60-some that year. So it was like two of the teams in the league won 150 games. It was like, uh, what the heck? That, it doesn't happen. I, I did the math on this a couple of years ago. And like the Blazers have won more than 50 games, like 13 or 13 or 17 years total. They're one of the winningest franchises in NBA history from, yeah, from 1970 of, on. Like, yeah. And they aren't winning 50 plus games that regularly. So like your, your brain's kind of like broken as far as like a, what a good number, like a 48 win season is a really good season. Like absolutely. Absolutely. So for me to say top five record in the NBA, oof, I, I, I'd go closer to a top 10 pick. The thing is the top 10 picks so hard because so many teams are going to be actively bad. That's like true, God. so many teams are going to pull the plug. Uh, I think you're, you're going to see teams pull a plug in December this year. They like not even the, the plug in October, line. they might yeah. pull the plug in the preseason. You know, it's like oh, one, yeah. one injury and they're going to go. Nope. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The, you know, so it's like, I think there's probably going to be like seven teams in the league that are like, we want to lose immediately. The sub, the sub 25 win or sub even sub 20 win. Yeah. So it's teams. like, it's going to be hard to get that low. Cause the Blazers have like a, just like a talent, a level of talent and all that. Yeah. You've, you've but, convinced me they're, they're closer to the top five. I just, I didn't consider both of how, them are really, both of them are really unlikely, which is um, like confirms like how like in the middle they are. Yeah. Um, and you know what my hot take? Hmm. It's okay to be okay. It's okay to be okay. It I, is. Especially it, when you're talking about building towards something different. Yeah. Right. And, and, and now it feels like, Hey, they're kind of, there's a, there's something in the future that they're building towards when in past seasons, when it was like, and I think me and you were like texting about this. It's like, if they run it back for a eighth year or ninth year with Damon CJ, like this is going to be a, it's going to be a tough sell on the old podcast. airwaves. Yeah. We did that. We did that two years in a row. I was like, there's just no way in hell they are going to do this again. And then they did. And it was just well, here we go. Yeah, and 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 I I get it that people that say that that it's the same thing with Ant. Like I'm with you. It is. It it does feel the same, but it's literally a different person. And let's 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 talk. 15 yeah. games in, and we we say, hey, it's the same thing. Sure, I'll bang my head against the wall with you. Like I, I know what corner I'm punching out of here. Like right. I, I I'm aware. Yeah, but I do think that there is a very big difference between Ant and CJ. Yeah, it, I think. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm of the belief that CJ is a better basketball player, but that is sure. not that is not how this works. Uh, it's it's fit and it's skill set and it's your the things you're best at. You know, willingness other people is yeah. the one that I, I I lean towards a lot more. Like, who's more willing to like not do the things that stop the offense? Yeah, it's and I um, lean towards Ant. Be like, I'm not that guy. Yeah, but it's we'll we'll see. So I'm I I think. I think they're somewhere in that 40 ish range. Like I'm, I'm, I don't, they're in the 44, 43, 44. That's, that's I think not what I keep landing on is 44. 
Yeah, but uh, that's good you tell me that because when we do those uh, those predictions, often me and you have the exact same ones. We'll go, but we'll go on the radio and it's like we'll go to Mike and Dave just said forty four and sixth in the West, and I'm like, yeah, I got him. At yeah, he's like, you, we were almost spraying, and you, me, and Gunderson. I think we were all like on the exact same number, the exact same place. I think Ashton Ashton came in. She came over the top. I think she said fifty-two wins. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, exactly. So it's it's we need that positivity. Shout out to yeah. the little butts. Uh, we need that that positivity because. So I'm, I'm thanks for tipping me to your your uh, I guess your July prediction for this yeah. team. So yeah, four, uh, forty-four is like my whole thing when I when again uh, gamble safe, folks. If I'm four wins over, or you know close to four wins over the a line in my once I do the math. That's instant money being laid. Oh yeah, it's that's just, that's, that's just too many games. Yeah, I, I think they're going to win more than they lose, and so that's to me they're hitting the over. Um, and like we're doing this exercise, or we 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 did in a previous episode, we did an exercise of like who is you know who's who where do they stack up in the West? It's like they're not one of the bad teams. They're just stuck in the middle with a big group with like you know four or five teams in a big group of like okay, all these teams are right in there at w- winning slightly more than they lose. And the one thing you and I, I think we're, we're both, <laughs> we're both the pessimists. Um, neither of us really look at like, what if things really do come together? Like what if, like, what if Ant really is that dude and he does play really well off Dame? What if Nas comes into a contract year and is, and is finally healthy? And what if Jeremy Grant kind of, supersizes his role that he had in Denver where he brings his efficiency What if those 19 footers go in, baby? Yeah, there's this thing like, what if Nurk really does, now that he's been paid and he feels like he has his respect, is like willing to accept a role where we're going to let you single cover Jokic and you're going to look bad, but you got the checks to cash, so you're going to not pout and not throw a fit in the press conference afterwards. Like, is that stuff going to happen? I don't think that all of it's going to happen, but like, this is where you run into when you change things around is sometimes you just catch stuff and it works and there's not a whole lot of like explicable reasoning behind it besides they just come together. That just kind of does stuff. And I don't know. I, I'm not somebody who typically tends to go that way because the math doesn't say it does, but they could. Yeah. I mean, the, the, what I've keep coming back to with this team is like, I think they are, talent wise worse than they were last season i think they have less yeah. overall talent than they did last season at the you know you know uh lockdown blazers pot at gmail.com you can hit me up but the 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 plan fits a little better it's not mm-hmm. your four best players aren't under or four best offensive players aren't under six four you don't have you know um like not a real small forward on the whole roster that you're trying to they still have that hole for sure Sure. Uh, and they still have a hole at the four for sure. Like they just don't have the depth of those spots, but they have more answers to the questions. And even if that answer is weird and it's Gary Payton, it's like, what? At least it's like, well, his bona fides are that he is one of the best, you know, on ball defenders in the league. It's not Norm Powell whose bona fides are this dude's a bucket. It's like, well, we don't yeah. really need that. You're not going to have your coach throwing a lineup out there in spite of your GM. Yeah, like, like angry, angry at management. So he's like, is this what you want? You want four guards? Cool. Here's four guards. Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you won't have that. Hopefully. Um, if you, maybe he will, he can still do it. They'll be bigger. It's true. Better defenders. True. Like, like that's, that's the thing is they'll be bigger. Like that's just part of this. So I don't <laughs> 
All right. So more things change, the more they stay the same. But uh, I think there's some reason for optimism with this group. Danny, thank you so much for for joining us all this week here on Locked On Blazers. Uh, this was, you know, uh, I'm when you're listening to this to your listeners, I'm gone, baby. I'm out of town. So if news, <laughs> so, so if news breaks whoops enjoy the show with me and danny but it's not going to break because it's august and um yes. go ch- go check danny out he's on the radio every single day turn on your dial 1080 the fan it's still weird it is and he'll it's, be there it's still weird 1080 the fan it's also available <laughs> streaming on their website starts at noon mm-hmm. he'll be there jack ramsey's they're taking a little break because it's quiet times but there's more stuff coming i know there's more stuff coming danny has yep. tipped me to the fact that there's more stuff coming subscribe to the youtube page subscribe to wherever you get podcasts danny thank you so much Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we actually get to finally do this. Indeed. Listeners, tell your friends about the show. Make it your first listen often. Not every day, but when we get back to every day in September, make it your first listen every day. Appreciate y'all. Talk to you soon.